This is the Read Your Bible Podcast, the daily podcast designed to help you understand and apply the scriptures. Nothing will grow your relationship with Jesus Christ more than studying the Bible for yourself. I'm your host, Drew Tankersley, and for the next few moments, I want to invite you to join me as we dive into God's Word together. We'll ask God to help us see what He wants us to see so that we can be who He wants us to be. Isaiah chapter 40, verses 9 through 31. I want you to pay particular attention today to verses 21 through 31 of Isaiah 40. It reads, Have you not heard? Has it not been declared to you from the beginning? Have you not considered the foundations of the earth? God is enthroned above the circle of the earth. Its inhabitants are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like thin cloth and spreads them out like a tent to live in. He reduces princes to nothing and makes judges of the earth like a wasteland. They're barely planted, barely sown. Their stem hardly takes root in the ground when he blows on them and they wither, and a whirlwind carries them away like stubble. To whom will you compare me, and who is my equal? asked the Holy One. Look up and see who created these things, who brings out the stars by number. He calls them, all of them, by name. Because of his great power and strength, not one of them is missing. Jacob, why do you say, and Israel, why do you assert, my way is hidden from the Lord and my claim is ignored by God? Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the whole earth. He never becomes faint or weary, and there is no limit to his understanding. He gives strength to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Youths may become faint and weary, and young men stumble and fall, but those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not faint. These verses in Isaiah chapter 40 and Psalm 139 are critical for us to understand as we consider the one story of the Bible and God's ownership and creation over the entire world. They give us a snapshot of the bigness of our God. It is a needed snapshot in our world today because God is at once infinite and intimate at the same time. Isaiah 40 holds out to us the majesty and the splendor with which God created the world. The text tells us of a God who is enthroned above the circle of the earth. This in itself is a lesson to us, because the earliest record of antiquity recognizing the fact that the world was round was Pythagoras in 500 BC. And yet, 200 years earlier, God reveals this truth to Isaiah and then said God is the king over that circle. In other words, God is the king over knowledge that people didn't even have yet. What this teaches us is that the God, that God is the king of whatever we haven't even discovered yet. And when we discover it, God will already be king over it. We often fear what is ahead of us, especially in these days, in the midst of such uncertainty and peril. 
But it does our hearts well to remember that God is the king over what hasn't happened yet. Nothing we encounter has not been first sifted through the wisdom of God. And with that wisdom and with that dispensation, he gives us the grace that is necessary to meet whatever challenges may be ahead of us. This is a truth we believe by faith and confidence in the character of a God that is so majestic, wise, and creative. We can have confidence that whatever comes ahead of us, God is already the king of it, and he has already offered us the grace that we need to meet it. See, we experience life in a linear fashion. We move from one point to another point. But God sits enthroned above our timeline, the timeline of our experience, and he is Lord over all of it, including when our timeline begins and ends and everything else in between. Now, couple that knowledge with the intricate and intimate design with which God formed us in Psalm 139. When you do that, you have a breathtaking view of God's sovereignty, power, and love for us. Psalm 139 describes for us a God who knows when we sit down and when we stand up. That's in verse 2. Do you even know how many times you sat down and stood up yesterday? He knows where you go. He knows when you rest. He knows when you haven't rested. He is aware of all of our ways and not just mine or yours, but every person in the universe. He knows what we are going to say before the word is even on our tongue. That's in verse 4. He encircles us with his presence and places places us within his hand. Verse 6. The next four verses tell us no matter where we go, God is already there. What a glorious truth in the midst of the twist and the turns of this life that God is already in our tomorrows. And no matter where this life takes us, he is already there. God is ahead of us working in our tomorrow and is already present wherever this life takes us. He created us and knit us together. And we praise him because we have been remarkably and wondrously made. Every part of us was formed in the depths of the earth and God saw us before we even had form. All of our days are written in God's book and planned before one of them even began, David said. With David, we say such knowledge is too wonderful for us. God already knows exactly what each day of your life holds. He sees it from the beginning and he sees its end and he knows every part in between in his infinite goodness and knowledge and he is the king over all of it. It's easy, like the text says, to believe the lie that our ways are hidden from God, that he doesn't see them. This is how Israel felt when Isaiah was prophesying to them. By Isaiah chapter 40, judgment and captivity had already happened to them. This occurs around chapter 33 of Isaiah. Now, they're headed toward captivity and fear and uncertainty has overtaken them. They say, oh, my, my way is hidden from God and my claim is ignored by God. To which Isaiah responds, don't you know? Haven't you heard? The Lord is the everlasting God. He's the creator of the whole earth. Translation, 
God knew from the beginning about all of this. He reminded them earlier that all the people of the earth are like grasshoppers and that the princes of the earth are like my tiny plants that barely have any roots against the breath of God that blows them from their foundation with such little effort. All the nations of the earth and all their military might and economic power and cultural engines, it's all like dust left on the scale to the wisdom, might, and power of God. See, it was their sin from which they had refused to repent that God was judging. And he was using these very nations to punish that sin. God had sent prophet after prophet, and they had continually rejected his warnings. Yet even in the context of this judgment, God's grace reminds them that he is still in charge of their lives and that nothing is hidden from the everlasting God who planned all of it in advance with such wisdom, precision, and power to accomplish his own sovereign ends. How then do we apply such knowledge to our lives today? What's easy in a world of uncertainty and such perilous days to doubt and fear that our ways are hidden from God, much like the children of Israel felt. But we have to remember that God is still enthroned above the circle of the earth. Our days are measured out in his hands, and he accomplishes what he wills with each day and each moment, and he is not above using even evil men to accomplish his purposes. God did this with Assyria and Babylon when Israel and Judah were carried off into captivity, and he did it with Persia and Darius to bring them back years later. God is sovereign over all the kings of the earth, and the princes of this day with all their power and their cultural influence, they're nothing but a speck of dust against the power and providence of our everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. Isaiah tells us he never becomes faint or weary. There is no limit to his understanding. He gives strength to the faint and strengthens the powerless. This really leaves us with a choice. We can, in this present moment of difficulty that we may be experiencing, we can live in anxiety over that present moment and our inability to control it. Or we can trust the infinite wisdom, glorious might, and beautiful grace of our King. Isaiah promises us that those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not become weary. The secret to enduring difficult times when we are tempted to fear the culture or what is happening in it is to trust the Lord's wisdom, power, and care of us. When we do this, he promises that he will renew our strength, that we'll soar like eagles, that we'll not become weary in the midst of our struggles. My friend, God sees you. He knows where you're, He knows what you're made of. He, he saw you before you were even created. This is why, as a church, we are fundamentally pro-life because we believe that God created each one of us and he alone has the right to create and destroy. He alone has the rights to our lives and he will accomplish his purposes in them. So as we close today, let me pray for you. Jesus, help us this year to trust you and your plans even more. 
Help us to trust you to become our strength rather than to trust in ourselves to our own weakness. Help us to soar like eagles in the midst of a culture that is set against us. Dark days may be ahead, but neither the day nor the night is hidden from you. We trust you, O King. In your name, amen. The last thing I want to leave with you today is the third verse of a hymn written in 1887 that's especially appropriate for us. It reads, Lead on, O King Eternal. We follow, not with fears, for gladness breaks like morning, where'er your face appears. Your cross is lifted over us. We journey in its light. The crown awaits the conquest. Lead on, O God of might. Thanks for joining us today for the Read Your Bible podcast. For show notes to today's episode, please visit readyourbible.info. While you're there, you can listen to past episodes as well as access a host of additional resources designed to help you grow in your faith. It's all there for you at readyourbible.info. That's readyourbible.info. For more information about South Seminole Baptist Church, just go to southseminole.com. Join us again tomorrow as together we help you learn to read your Bible.